Welcome to God is Open. I am your host, Christopher Fisher. On this minisode, we're going to be responding to a couple objections to presentism. And this is by this guy, uh, Zubert Roberts. I think this is the guy actually talking in this lecture, lecture seven. And he styles himself as a professor. And he wants to explain to us why presentism is not only wrong, but it's uh, incompatible with the special theory of relativity. And uh, both of those are false claims. But let's hear his reasons why. He's going to first describe what a simultaneous event is and uh, listen to how he does it and listen to see if he's, he's doing it rationally and objectively or if he's just assuming his beliefs into the equations. Right. When I say operational, I mean testable definition of simultaneity. Right? So he's not sitting in his armchair just thinking, what is it to be simultaneous? Oh, it's to be objectively present. Uh, that's how we determine simultaneity. He's not doing that. He's thinking of some test that you could carry out to determine whether two events occur at the same time or not. And the test that he comes up with is uh, basically involving signals traveling from events, right? When signals traveling from events reach an observer at the same time, then we determine those events to be uh, simultaneous, right? So if you see two lightning flashes and the light from the lightning flashes reach the observer at the same time, then we're going to say that they're simultaneous. If the light from one lightning flash hits the observer before the other one, then we're going to say that they're non-simultaneous, right? So all You see the problem with that, right? Let's say an event happens on the opposite side of the world, and uh, we have, like, mirrors that refract those images to get to me on this side of the world. And then we have uh, an event that happens, like, uh, two feet away from me, and I receive the information at the same time, a lightning strike, I'm going to say, oh, they happened at the same time? No one in their right mind would say they happened at the same time because you have to adjust for the time it takes to travel that light, that information to reach me. I wouldn't claim that. But under his definition of a simultaneous event, those are simultaneous events. But no rational thinking person would accept that definition, right? What we mean by simultaneity is this sort of signaling definition of when it is to be uh, simultaneous. People have challenged this definition of simultaneity. People yeah. have argued that it's a conventional notion of simultaneity, conventional yes. definition, or at least uh, aspects of it are conventional. Like an Some people have tried definition. to use those criticisms of the notion of simultaneity to develop an objection against uh, the arguments that we're going to look at against presentism. You're welcome to check out that sort of aspect of this debate. I don't find... So what he's doing here is he's basically saying, like, let's say I watch the movie Braveheart and it's like three hours and then someone else is like, no, it's, it's not three hours. It's actually six hours because I play it at half speed. Yeah, yeah. The processing information, the receipt of information, that's uh, different than when events occur, right? Because there's, there's time lag in transferring information to an observer. And so... This operational, quote-unquote, definition that he's using is a bad definition, and it's, it's not intuitive at all. Me watching uh, light being reflect, refracted through a mirror across the whole, entire world for an event that happens on the other side of the world, I'm not going to assume that happens the same time as the event two meters away from me if I see those events at the same time. I won't assume that because I'm a rational thinking person. But, but it's built in. This irrationality of definition is built into his worldview, and this is how he's going to prove presentism wrong. And this is what we exactly see in his next example. I find that aspect particularly convincing. The reason I don't find that aspect particularly convincing is that 
it's hard to know how else to define simultaneity, right? So we're sort of... Uh, you see that? You see that? He's like, I don't have any other way to define it. And so I'm going to take my really half-baked definition. And that's the one we're going to go with. I'm just going to assume my side is true because I don't have a better definition. How about this as a definition? If you had a wormhole, that's an instantaneous wormhole, and it could go to anywhere in the universe in one instant... Um, that's the definition of simultaneity, but you know, we don't have that and he'll object. Oh, we don't have that. But presentists claim that can exist. And what that does is it, uh, destroys all sorts of paradoxes that you get with, with this, this idea that time's flexible. You could go back in time and kill your own grandpa. If you, uh, those, those types of paradox don't exist in presentism. When we're processing information, when we're receiving data, that's always going to be in the past. It's never good. We can never travel before that event happens. But let's go on and see what he gives for an example. Sort of not exactly uh, blessed with a bunch of different notions of simultaneity, each of which might be uh, useful for doing science and carrying out various experiments. We've sort of only got this one. And if we've only got this one, maybe it's conventional, but we don't really have much else to work with. Okay, so I gave you this, I think I gave you this thought experiment briefly in the first lecture of some class that I'm teaching. Maybe not this one. Everything's blended into a blur. Uh, this is the train thought experiment. So this is just supposed to demonstrate the core feature of relativity that is going to pose a problem for presentism. This is the relativity of simultaneity. So you've got a train traveling at half the speed of light. You've got a person on the train and a person on the platform. The train gets struck, uh, the two ends of the train get struck by lightning. This person is equidistant between the two ends of the train, and when they get struck by lightning, the light travels uh, the same distance to them, and they see the two flashes as simultaneous. Right? The person on the train is traveling towards the lightning strike at the front of the train and away from the lightning strike at the back of the train. And because they're traveling towards the lightning strike at the front and away from the lightning strike at the back, they see the lightning strike at the front first and the lightning strike at the back second. So if we define simultaneity in terms of signaling between events, then this person, who we're going to call Billy, let's just take an original name for this person, the other person, Susie. Billy is going to see these events at the same time, right? So by, he, by the, the Einsteinian operational definition of simultaneity, he'll, he'll judge the two events to be simultaneous, the two lightning strikes to be simultaneous. Susie, who's on the train, will see one event before the other, see the lightning strike uh, from the front of the train before the lightning strike from the back of the train, and she'll say that the two events are not simultaneous. Right? What is a real problem, or it turns out to be sort of the great genius of relativity, is that if you go back to the two core postulates of relativity, this thing, light travels at the same speed no matter how fast you're traveling, and the laws of nature behave the same way no matter how fast you're traveling, then one thing you can never do is carry out some experiment to work out if one of these people is right versus the other one. So basically his claim is that if uh, there's two people with baseballs and you're driving in a really fast car and one guy's behind the car and one guy's in front of the car and they throw their baseballs at you and the baseballs hit you at the same time, then the people must have thrown those baseballs at the same time. That's a bad argument. That's a bad argument. And so... He says that uh, we can't uh, experimentally determine a better definition of, of what it means to be simultaneous. And uh, is that an argument? Just because he doesn't have 
the way to determine a better definition. We have to default to his definition. And that means presentism is false. And uh, all this fatalism and the whole future exists and, the, and everything and, and time travel is possible. And, and uh, you could go back and kill your old grandpa. That, that means all that stuff is true. No, the monk 72, he's got it right down here. He says this, for the lightning strikes observed in the different inertial reference frames, the solution under presentism is that the lightning strikes are always in the past of both observers at their respective loci of observation. As such, the observations are always and only of photons which exist in the present, making the question of simultaneity irrelevant. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, just because you process the, the information differently doesn't mean that that uh, the past exists as a thing or the future exists as a thing and presentism is false. This guy fails to understand and accurately represent presentism. And uh, this is a lecture on presentism. So uh, not a good job, guy. Not a good job. All right. Thanks for listening.